0: Hello and welcome back to the PAL with WebT, T, the Pirke almost Learning, the show where we talk a Mishnah of Pirke almost per day with sage commentary and practical advice to say. We're looking at Season 4 with the help of Rabinu Yonah, looking at Chapter 2, Mishnah 9. Bet, Tet, a very long Mishnah, a very wonderful Mishnah. Probably going to leave it up to the text of Rabbi Yonah more than ourselves, because it's a lot of material. Amalahem, Rabbi says to students, Go and find. What is the proper path in life? What is the best way to go about life? What is the, the the way we should go within our lives? So, Rabbi, each of the five students gives a different answer. And one of them is the best answer that encompasses everybody else. Rabbi Elazar Amar Ayin Tov. Rabbi says, "Have a good eye. Be generous. Be benevolent. A really good trait to have and work on. We should all be very generous people, especially in Chesed especially in Tzedakah, especially in life with our time, our resources, and our help." Rabbi Yeshua Amar Be a good friend. Be that good friend to everyone around you. Be be the type of person people can lean on, people can rely on, people can realize that you would help anyone anytime, literally giving the shirt off your back anytime of day. Rabbi Yoshi Am be that good neighbor. Rabbi Yose says, be a good neighbor, lending a hand to any of your neighbors anything they need anytime be a good neighbor, and bring people to your neighborhood, be that person that people want to come to, to scout out the neighborhood also. Rabbi Shimon Omer Haroah Sanola is someone who foresees the outcome, someone who sees down the line the consequences of his actions, maybe by that way you won't sin. Rabbi Lazar Omer Levtov. Tov Rabbi Lazar says, have a good heart a person who has a heart of gold, a good heart, a, a heart that's expanding that's so big, so full that's a really good compliment to have, that means a person's a really good person, really tries to do good for others. Be that person who has a good heart, that heart of gold. I like his words better than yours. Because in your, in his words are your words. I like his words. Your words are included in his. What's the bad path to avoid? The question is if if we're doing the good path, shouldn't the bad path be the opposite? But not always is it the opposite, really. Rabbi Lazarin bad eye, an evil eye. Don't have an evil eye, don't have scorn, God forbid, on others. Rabbi don't be a bad friend, that's what to avoid. Rabbi don't be a bad neighbor. Rabbi Shimon Someone who gives but doesn't repay, someone who takes but does not repay, a borrower that doesn't repay. How is that the opposite of before? Maybe we'll See, I had a love him in a magum, kolhem in a magum barachu. I had a love him in an adam, kolhem in a magum barachu. Someone who, who who borrows from a person is like borrowing from Hashem Himself. Shem er-lova rasha ve-loyshalayin. The tzaddik chonim are no same. A wicked person borrows but does not repay, while the righteous one is generous and gives. Rabbi Elazar al Leiv Rab. Rabbi Elazar says, a bad heart he says to them, and I like the words of Rabbi Lazar because in his words, your words, your words are included within his. So obviously the best thing to have is a good heart. So Rabbi Yochalev was speaking to his students, and he said, A good eye, Rabbi Lazar, but one who is happy with his lot. That's what Praqaeva says. Who is rich, someone who is content, happy with what he has. Hashem gives you exactly what you need, exactly what you're supposed to, and that's what we're supposed to be happy with, because that's what we were given. Within. A good friend, you should attach yourself to a good friend. A good neighbor, look for a residence where there are good neighbors. They will always be there for you, always give you much pleasure when they are good neighbors. That's how the Rishonim explain these words, which might be the Rambam. However, this does not seem to be correct according to Rabbi Yon, because according to them, a good eye and a good heart are things that relate to the individual himself, while a good friend and good neighbor are external factors related to others. Therefore, the correct explanation, Rabbi Yonah says, is as follows, the straight path one should adhere, there is no one good meter we should cling to at the expense of others, we need them all. Riochana Manzaga's question was, which single meter should one strive to perfect? As a stepping stone to all the other good Midas, it's better to work on perfecting one Midas than to have a smattering of many with none of them perfect. So better to have one really good Midas than a lot of them that are not so great. That's like the idea of really good to know one good thing than to know a little bit about everything. It's good to know about everything, but if you could perfect one thing, that's also very good. Rabbi Eleazar answers, a good I meaning generosity, a very fine, praiseworthy Midas. One who has reached the pinnacle of generosity can then progress from there to other Midas. The best thing... To have is a good eye, according to Rabbi Eliezer. His open heart and generous eye have enabled him to perfect this meter A person like this is capable of all the other good meters as well. As it says, fortunate is one who's gracious to the humble. He feels affection for humble people. He gives them generously. The word chosh, chonen. Gracious in this verse should be understood as in the verse, for your servants of generous are stones, favored for dust, meaning they feel affection for the dust of Eretzostrom. And a good friend. Stay with this good path. It's easy to begin by being a good, trustworthy, wholehearted friend to a single person to whom you want to become close, so that there will be one person who is pleased with you. Through this, you'll be able to cultivate friendships with others as well. A good neighbor. Be on good terms with all your neighbors. Once you are a loyal friend to five or eight people, it will come more easily for you to love all mankind, which is another major thing we're supposed to do. Explains and the Gemara explains, you'll have the full range of ways with the middos. One who foresees the outcome. This refers to one who weighs all his actions, foresees the consequences before they occur. When he sees something that's profitable to begin with, but will eventually lead to a loss, he'll keep away from it. In this way, he will never sin, because he will always consider the gain of a sin against its loss. It follows one should always follow this path. Consider the long term outcome before you act. Base your actions on this assessment. And then a good heart. Rabbi Rambam explains that this reference this refers to the importance of refining midos. Man's attributes stem from his heart. If he has a good heart, his midos will be straight, his attitudes will be good. He will be happy with his lot, friendly with good people, only want to carry gain, not loss. That's how Rabbi Mary Halevi also explains it. When they say he's true, but he it's not compatible with our explanation above... And he's looking for the best traits, and the best way to explain it, Rebbe explains, it seems the meaning of a good heart is the need of good will. This means being patient, not short-tempered, avoiding anger, responding gently to others. Even if someone harms the man who has good will, he will tolerate it, not be bitter, because his palate is sweet and he is totally good, from Shir Hashirim. And uh, Rebbe Lez's words are the best ones, according to Rebbe and Zakai one who has this midah is good to his friends his neighbors in the world he'll be generous because his body and heart are willing to help others in whatever way they desire he'll certainly be prepared to use his money for this purpose a person like this will have every positive midah because the desire to do great is greater than the action itself the desire to do is greater than the action itself we see this regarding mitzvahs the action of the limbs is performing the mitzvahs is only physical not the difficult ones who constantly constantly constantly, excuse me, dedicates his eyes and hearts to devising plans to serve Hashem because of his intense attachment will reach this level where desire to serve translates into action. Go out and see what's a bad path or believe it says bad eye. The question and his answers. It's obvious the opposite of the straight path is the bad path. However, there are many fine meals which reverse sides are not necessarily negative. For example, the meat of Hasidus is a very lofty level. But one who's not attained is not considered wicked. That's why I answer was a bad eye, meaning stinginess or miserliness. Do not think that all generosity... It's good, miserliness is not actually bad. After all, the miser is not engaging in extortion or theft. He's just stingy. But miserliness is very bad. In fact, the foundation of all negative midos leads to every sort of negative behavior. So do not tell yourself that if I do not achieve the utmost extreme of virtue, I will not be a chassid, but at least I will be a righteous person who fulfills the basic commandments. A righteous person is a friend who fulfills his basic halachic obligations. A chassid does even more, going beyond the letter of the law, if name didn't, fulfilling the most stringent halachic opinions. You do not realize that this is a wanting that cannot be numbered. In the long run, the minor deficiency of yours will ultimately be very sorely wanting. so said in his wisdom, the flies of death will make the perfumes oil repulsive. The flies of death will do that. A little bit of foolishness outweighs wisdom and honor. Comes from Koheleth. In other words, just as a tiny fly destroys valuable perfume, oil, so does a small touch of foolishness destroy one who is great in wisdom and honor. Foolishness, stinginess, provides one from growing a good character, he'll be a owl, lacking growth in all midos. We find this by novel who was stringent and was a bilial He was supposed to, to give, but he was, he didn't want to give his meat and water and shelter for others. His wife's response to her, other, to her uh, husband's unwillingness, let my more not set his heart against man who is a Billy owl. meaning you got to be better about this so a bad friend a bad neighbor if you're bad yourself you'll be bad to your friends and neighbors one who borrows uh excuse me uh one who is no sorry i got mixed up for a second but we are on track sorry so if you're bad to yourself you're bad to your friends and neighbors so one who borrows and does not repay doesn't specify any one to avoid obviously one foresees the future. Everyone considers the immediate actions, consequences of the actions. Therefore, to choose that would be a really good thing to do to consider the consequences. But a practical example of borrowing and not repaying is an illustration of circumstances where it's essential to foresee the outcome. If you do not, you're not distancing yourself on the wrong path. At the time you took your loan, you should have considered whether or not you could pay it back. If you can't pay it back, don't borrow or figure out a way of what to do. So in whether you borrow some money, it's from like borrowing from Hashem. That's the concept of loan relation to Hashem. Meaning if you lend to the poor, it's as if you lend to God, you'll be richly rewarded. That's why you have to be careful. Realize when you're borrowing, it's like borrowing from Hashem. Hashem gives us the money. It's not really our money to give. It's from Hashem. We have to figure out and realize that it all comes from Hashem. Therefore, don't realize that you're blameless and free of sin. Really, you have to be careful with giving out. Really, you have to be careful with paying back. If you're innocent here... You might think that you're innocent here. You didn't really take much. You didn't really borrow much. Really, Hashem has an accounting of everything. If you borrow and don't repay, you're wicked, even if you do not have the money. You should have thought about how you would repay the loan before you took it. A righteous person realizes he's gracious and gives. He will give and repay whatever he has with good grace because he took repayment. One who repays his debts does not deserve any special gratitude. He's doing his plain duty. But a righteous, refined person speaks graciously so that when he returns, people's money, they do feel grateful to him. The money he returns will make them his friends. Sorry, it was such a speedy one. It was a very long mission. We tried fitting it into the regular time frame. Join us next time as we talk about three things the students said about Their ideas on what to do in your life here on the PAL with Reb T, and I'm your host, Reb T.